his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Megan Lynch and you're listening to Total Information AM. One of the major features of artificial intelligence is its ability to create models of future events, basically to make predictions. That's useful for things like weather early warnings and resource allocation. But our next guest has expressed concern it could go too far if society uses AI to look at our individual lives and predict how they'll turn out and how they'll end. Dr. Arthur Kaplan is the head of the Medical Ethics Division and the Mitty Professor of Bioethics at New York University's Grossman School of Medicine. Thank you so much for being with us. Hey, thank you for having me. Well, many people are worried that, for example, AI-powered machines are just going to take over. But you have recently raised some red flags about the possibility that AI could basically just kind of kill our will to live. Explain your concerns. Well, I came across a study out of Denmark, and they had studied 10,000 people in Denmark. They have excellent records on people. They have a universal health system, so you can get data on... uh, any Danish person, plus they can link that data to financial behavior, recreational behavior, to go to a hotel, occupation, and many, many other variables. And this program that the uh, scientists reported on basically was able to predict almost to the day when someone would die. Also could predict without really knowing uh, whether someone was going to get a job promotion and other factors were turned out to be pretty accurate. Now, the researchers said, look, we don't have all the information we need. <clears throat> and indeed, we're, they were studying Denmark, 10,000 people probably with a pretty similar background. Everybody's got health insurance. Everybody's pretty well off. So it isn't necessarily a sample for the world, but it made me think. As you said, a lot of people are worried that one day artificial intelligence is going to get smarter than us, take a look at us, and just decide they don't need us. We're too stupid. We're too nasty. We don't treat each other nicely, and they'll just eliminate us. But I think long before that happens, the Danish study is a warning. AI is going to be able to predict innumerable things about us, not just when we die, but literally our decisions in the next 30 seconds, literally taking all billions and billions and billions of variables and use those as a kind of uh, formula to predict not just generalities about you're likely to be a radio person or a professor, but literally each decision. This is really interesting because I just did an interview with someone who's developing technology 
that would basically like track our biomarkers and give us more mm. information on what's mm. going on inside our bodies. So I'm wondering if this could be used in a model like that. It certainly could. And you can imagine in the future, not so distant, where you'd start to have maybe monitors literally for brain waves, the kind of thing it takes to go into a uh, MRI machine today. Maybe you could miniaturize that and ultimately get it into a sensor and be tracking that. So lots of sources of information flowing to AI, data coming in about every movement, where you used your Uber, where you ordered food, where you did your banking, what you did uh, in terms of uh, checking in and out of work, and on and on and on. And all of a sudden, there's no uncertainty for you to face. And I think to have choice, to have meaningful choice in life, weirdly, not only do we need information to make choices, but we need some wiggle room, some uncertainty, so that we can say, well, I'm going to pick A over B, and it's worth picking, But if the machine can predict whether it's going to be A or B every time, I'm worried that that's going to take some of the zip pizzazz out of life. This makes me think of people, for example, who uh, transition into long-term care, like skilled nursing or nursing, Mm. where they don't have to make decisions anymore, where their independence is is very much limited and you tend to see an increased and rapid decline. Is that the kind of thing you're worried about? Very much so. I think if you take away free will, choice, autonomy, then the ideas of freedom and liberty, but also ideas like striving to succeed, working hard, thinking that you're going to get rewarded if you're moral or virtuous, All of that evaporates. It goes away. The machine knows before you do what you're going to be doing at every step of the way. And all of a sudden, you sort of say, well, what is the point? If this machine knows exactly what I'm going to do next, then why bother? So I see us, I'm not saying it's a certainty. We could still do something about it in the short run. But if we flood every bit of information into artificial intelligence, I think it will wind up not having to destroy us. I think we'll give up. We'll be like those people in controlled environments where they say, what's the point? There's no reason to go on. All the adventure, excitement, choice has left my life. I'm just going to kind of be like a vegetable. And I worry that we will, if you will, recede with a whimper in the face of AI, not with some kind of giant bang where it wakes up one day and just decides to eliminate us all. So it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm wondering what is it about like the human mind and our thought processes that we wouldn't just say, well, this is a machine. Why would a machine know more than I do about myself? Yeah. Well, machines may not know more than you do about yourself today, but they're going to know more about you than even you can comprehend in the not so different future because there's so many variables So much going on around us, we selectively edit so we can make our way through the world. We don't pay attention to every stimulus, every uh, clue that's out there, every input we're getting. We have to be selective in order to function. AI doesn't. It can process and handle a lot more information than you or I or anybody, any human being can. And in doing so, it actually starts to be able to make better predictions about our choices then we can make using the limited information that we're capable of processing. So again, 
AI doesn't have to get rid of us. We may decide to surrender to it. Could this be used someday to also encourage human euthanasia? Well, I mean, I think people may say, I'm so depressed. It's so miserable. I have no choice. I can't even decide what I want to eat without the machine telling me that's what you're going to pick, much less who I'm going to marry or decisions about where I'm going to work or when I'm going to retire, that some people say, this is just not meaningful life. I don't want to do this anymore. I give up and maybe say, I'm going to end my life because if there's no adventure, no mystery, no choice, if you will, no uh, unpredictability, then what is the point? Having said all this, Dr. Kaplan, what do we do about it now? Yeah, I think I'm warning about something that I haven't really seen much Uh, warned about. I think most of the people, the Elon Musks and other sort of AI giants are worrying more about, you know, the great war coming between us and the machines. But I think it's going to happen faster. And I don't mean next year, but in the next 10 years, 20 years, we'll see this kind of hyper predictability of each one of us. So we've got to withhold information from the machines. We can't feed them everything. We can't allow all these data sets to be linked up so that anybody can see where have you been shopping, where do you go in your car, where did you buy your gas, what did you do to charge your electric vehicle, on and on and on. We've got to have better privacy barriers. If we don't do that, the machines will merge the information. And as I keep warning, they're going to move faster than any one of us can in using it to make predictions about us. Dr. Kaplan, thank you. We appreciate your time and your thoughts on this. Thank you. That is Dr. Arthur Kaplan, the head of the Medical Ethics Division and the MIDI Professor of Bioethics at NYU's Grossman School of Medicine. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.